0: Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're going to continue our examination of the book of Colossians. We're in the third chapter, and we've gone through the first uh, see eight verses. Let me go back and reread those first eight verses, because it's just flowing all the way through, okay? So here's verse one. Therefore, if you have been raised up with Christ, keep seeking the things above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on the things above, not on the things that are on the earth. (laughs) For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, is revealed, then you also will be revealed with him in glory. Therefore, consider the members of your earthly body as dead to immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, and greed, which amounts to idolatry. For it is because of these things that the wrath of God will come upon the sons of disobedience. And in them you also once walked when you were living in them. But now, you also put them all aside anger, wrath, malice, slander, and abusive speech out of your mouth. So you see what he said in these first eight verses right here is to set your mind on the things above, keep seeking the things above, set aside. The desires of your flesh, consider that you're the members of your earthly body, your physical body. Consider it to be as good as dead. Dead to what? Dead to immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, and greed. And then he says, put aside anger, wrath, malice, slander, and abusive speech from your mouth. And in the previous couple of episodes, uh, we've talked about how uh, these are things which we, if we want to, we can choose to walk into it. If something happens, you can choose whether you're going to respond through anger, you're going to res- whether you're going to be wrathful, slanderous, abusive. Okay, but he's saying this: set it aside. You're a new creature. You're a new creation. We're about to see more about that. So listen to verse nine. He continues giving just point by point instruction. Do not lie to one another, since you laid aside the old self with its evil practices. Now, let me just stop right there. Verses 9, 10, and 11 is often the case in Pauline writing is one sentence. And he's telling them to do some things. I just find it interesting that these folks are born again. These folks are saved. They've been moving within the power of God, okay? But he's telling them what? Make sure you don't lie to one another. You know, again, leave behind the past behavior. In another portion of the scripture, it says, Uh, Those of y'all who used to be thieves, don't steal any longer. In other words, don't keep doing this. You're empowered to live a different kind of way now. So don't lie to one another. Why? Because you've laid aside the old self with its evil practices, then verse 10, and have put on the new self who is being renewed to a true knowledge according to the image of the one who created him. Let me stop right there. So he's saying, you're not going to be doing this in the power of your old flesh. No, you've laid aside that old self. You consider your earthly bodies to be dead when it comes to those desires which would lead you the wrong way. No, set aside that old self and put on the new self. The new self is there. There's are several scripture passages about putting on the new self, putting on the armor of God, that kind of thing. Choose that. Choose that. And then he tells us some things about it. It is being renewed to a true knowledge. Remember what I told you at the very beginning of Colossians, how Paul was addressing issues here with the, uh, the Gnostics, okay? The Gnostics. And right here where it says recognition, a true knowledge means to uh, real knowledge. And it's epignosis. That's where that, that gnosis word is buried within there. They were being tempted with the knowledge that people were coming in. Remember this thing he was saying, hey, who's defrauding you on this stuff? They're robbing you of who you really are. Don't let them do this. Okay, Don't do this at all. This is the true knowledge. You're being renewed in the true knowledge according to the image of the one who created him. See, in the beginning, you just go back to Genesis, you find out that we are made in the image of God. This is absolutely, totally true. Not only are we made in the image of God, we are made to be imagers of God. And this is far more than just being a reflection of Him. Okay, there is that element, yeah. But it's far more than that. We actually manifest God everywhere we go, because Father, Son, Spirit live within us, and we have a choice. Are we going to manifest the presence of the Lord through the new self, or are we going to manifest and resurrect the old man with the anger and wrath and all the sins that we've just seen? He says, no, put on this new self according to the image of the one who created him. That is what the new self is, is in the image of God himself. And then he tells us in verse 11 uh, something really interesting here, which again, as mentioned in several places in Paul's writing in the scripture, but it gives us insight to what some of the struggles were. You know, quite often in the biblical letters, we're not told, okay, here is what I heard is going on with you. Here's what you should do. Now, sometimes Paul does say that. He'll say, hey, I've heard, you know, and then he'll address the issue. But a lot of times he just tells us the truth. And by telling us the truth, we can sort of extrapolate what the issue was. Listen to verse 11. Speaking of this renewal, a renewal in which there is no distinction between Greek and Jew, circumcised and uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian slave, and free men. But Christ is all and in all. <laughs> so what do you think the issue was right here? Yeah, there was there were, there were people coming in, particularly the ones I mentioned earlier, the Judaizers. They were coming in and saying, well, yeah, it's fine. You know, a Greek can become a believer, but first you must be a Jew. And some would actually go as far as saying, Well, you must be circumcised first. And that was dealt with very, very early uh, part of the church. In Acts 15, you see that they decided, no, you don't have to do that, okay? And so what he's saying here, it doesn't matter whether you're a Jew or Greek, you're circumcised or uncircumcised, even if you're the worst of the barbarians, the Scythians, whether you're a slave or whether you're a free man, Christ is all and in all. When you believe he is in you and Christ is all of all, There's no distinction between anybody. This was actually not only uh, mind and earth shattering, but the shattering to society, and it still is today. It still is today. That no matter what your station in life, no matter where you are, from the richest to the poorest, from the most educated to the least educated, no matter what, Christ is all in, in all when we believe. So he's letting them know, don't let these arguments come along and separate you. Don't don't let there be division like this. What did he say earlier in this chapter? He said, set your mind on the things above, right? Set your mind on those things that are above. Seek the things that are above, where the Lord is, where the Lord Jesus Christ is. What is it that he is saying to us? Realize who you are. Reject these these practices of the old flesh, okay? Okay. This is not who you are now. Just consider yourself to be dead to it. And then live with one another in the way you're supposed to, by the new self, not the old self. Folks, this is the way that we, as the body of Christ, are designed to live. This is actually the way that we propagate the good news of the gospel of the kingdom of God. When we live this way, our lives, our words, our deeds, everything— will manifest the power and the presence of the Lord. And people will see that. People will see it. And they will be drawn to it as a moth is to a camel. Okay? Well, anyway, we'll continue on with this again. I'm Dale, and I thank you so much for your time. I'll see you in the next episode.